Welcome to What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor. This podcast is provided by the Wellness and Health Action Team, also known as WHAT, from Portland State University's Center for Student Health and Counseling. We are located in the old tutoring center suite on the third floor of the University Center building on campus. Our purpose with this podcast is to discuss a variety of health-related topics in a way that will be accessible for our non-traditional campus. My name is Grace, and my pronouns are she, her. And my name is Whitney, and my pronouns are she, her. We are all members of the Wellness and Health Action Team, and we'll be the hosts of this podcast. Let's get into it. Do I sound okay? Or... You sound perfect. I sound perfect? Oh my God, <laughs> Whitney! <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of What's Up. This week, Whitney and I are going to be talking about balancing routines. So we've talked for a bit about how to build a routine and how to find the motivation to build routines and habits. But I think coming into this year and just like looking back on all my past years of college, I've always tried to have a routine, but I've never done it in a compassionate way for myself if that makes sense. So that's today we're going to talk about um, like balancing your life and routine. So we're also going to talk about why routines are good, but we're also going to talk about like why they're toxic and they can be toxic if you are too strict about them. So anyways, yeah. Welcome Whitney. I'm glad you're here. It's good to see you. Yes, I'm super excited to get into the topic of routines and share a little bit about our routines and what we like to do as college students. And I'm really excited to jump right into it. Whitney's very much more of a routine planner. We talked about this in the winter break episode. This will be interesting to talk about how we have different routines. So we're going to just define a routine just in case anybody wanting to know and how we're defining it um a mindful routine is like something where you're not just kind of on autopilot it's like you're being mindful about your actions and stuff and I think that's what we're going to be talking about today so an example of a mindful routine would be like including stretching into your workout routine because you're trying to work on flexibility um if you run on autopilot, you just kind of wake up and you make coffee and then you eat breakfast and get dressed. And then that's just kind of like one thing after another, but you're not necessarily appreciating or being mindful of all your actions. It's just like, I know for me personally, I, if I'm going through the actions of my morning routine and appreciating it all, I have a way better day rather than just like going, going, going one thing after another. Yeah. And something that for me was really confusing when learning about routines is routine versus habit, because I feel like they're so interchangeable with their definitions, but just to define everything. So a habit is something that's really done with no thought. It's really like no effort. You kind of just do it because it's so automatic and habits can be routines, but you could also have other habits that are not a routine. I feel like a habit would be what sock you put on first I've in like a weird way like that. Like it would be like a habitual thing that you do, but it's not like a conscious step in your routine. Does that make sense? That's how I view habits, like things that you do. That's just like, oh, I'm doing that out of habit or I say that out of habit, like that type of thing. Like I always put my right sock on first before my left. 
and that's my habit I don't know that's what I think of is that crazy (laughs) no that's not crazy I don't know why I just blanked yes that's a really good example of a habit um, because it's something that you are you do it with little thought Um, and routines are a series of behaviors that are frequently repeated Um, and so the idea is that routines will eventually become healthy habits um, and routines can become a habit if they're if they become unconscious behaviors in a row. And some examples of routines that we may already have or may want to incorporate into our lives, considering it is January and it's the new year. Um, and so some people may have a morning or evening routine, a self-care routine, journaling routine. Workout routine is a very common one, Uh, skincare routine, and even a cleaning routine. Like, what do you do to clean your house or clean your dorm room? Um, So those are really great examples of what routines are. Um, What are some routines that, out of all of those that you just mentioned, like, which ones do you pay most attention to or, like, ones that are your favorite routines of the day, Whitney? That's a great question. Um... One of the routines that I really like to do um, that I started doing this year since it's 2023, brand new year, um, is a journaling routine. And I don't do it every day, but I try to do it at least three to four days in the week, Um, depending on what my schedule is like. I try to provide myself some time in between or like try to be flexible around it. Um, So I really started doing a journaling routine. I do it in the morning. Um, So the thing about routines, I guess you can kind of think of it in different ways because my journaling routine is also part of my morning routine, which is pretty interesting. So I try to have my mornings to be like the quiet time where I drink coffee and like do some journaling um, before I start my day. So I'm really into the morning time uh, and having that like calm morning routine for me. Uh, What about you, Grace? What is your routines look like? Um, I'm probably the exact opposite everything that you just said with you being like I love the slow morning like I physically cannot wake up early enough to do that like I'm sorry I'm just just the person that I am I've never been a morning person so my routine like my morning routine is very much just like go 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 like I get up I take the dog out I come back I get ready myself I take the dog out again and then I run to the bus stop every time (laughs) so um that's kind of like my morning routine but my my evening routine is so like it's so special to me even if I don't do it every time like all the way through the the way that I like it's still like I just I like to just do my skincare routine and then I put on my cozy clothes and I get in bed under my weighted blanket and then I just chat with some friends on the on like text or whatever or I just kind of like decompress from my day and then I do a little bit of journaling And then I turn my salt lamp on and then I just go to sleep. It's amazing. Like, I feel like my night routine mirrors your morning routine in the way where it's like slow and quiet. Um, It's just that I don't like afford myself that time in the morning because I can't get up. So that's where we're different. But yeah, I think my nighttime routine is really special to me. And I get off put when it's like interrupted by someone or something. Yeah, I love that we're talking about this because it really shows that 
whoever you are, if you're a morning person, night person, like you want to build your routine specific to you and however you are going to best succeed at it. Like I like to go to bed at a certain time, which I guess you can call a routine, but like I probably wouldn't be as successful if I had an evening routine versus a morning routine. Um, And so Grace will talk more about why it's important to build a routine, but I think that's something to think about is what kind of routines can you put into your life or add to your life um, that will help make you successful with the person that you are. So thinking about that when we're talking about routine is really important. Yeah, it's funny, like, that you would say you wouldn't have, like, a successful nighttime routine. Like, we're just so opposite, which I just, I love it all the time. Like, every time I learn something about you, I'm like, well, that's the opposite of something that I would do. And I'm like, oh, my God, but we both love Taylor Swift, so here we are. We're besties. <laughs> I can hear you through the wall laughing right now. <laughs> um, okay, anyways, um, I'm going to talk about why it's important to build a routine. So, like I said, it kind of helps me decompress or for Whitney it helps her kind of like get ready for the day Um, and a lack of structure and routine can actually exacerbate feelings of distress and make you pay more attention to the source of your problems Um, which is just like such a heavy sentence to say but I do feel that way when I get out of my routine I like instantly feel like a lot heavier just because I'm like I don't have something sustaining me necessarily and then managing like your own behaviors can help you be more in control of the situation. So if you have like, um, I don't know, this is kind of, this kind of makes me think of like habits versus routines. Like if you're habitually reacting to things in a certain way, you're going to just continue doing that. But if you kind of like create a routine for yourself when in moments of stress, it can help you eventually create that habit. I feel like routines are kind of the stepping stones to habits in a way. And then the key is to create a routine that adds structure and a sense of predictability to your day. So your schedule day-to-day might change, but sticking to a basic structure will keep you less stressed and more organized. We have right near here, it says, in the front part of our brain, the prefrontal cortex functions like planning, abstract thinking, social intuition, and emotional control occur. However, that part of our brain tires very easily. The more we use it, the more it tires. the more it tires, which can affect our ability to think clearly, make wise decisions, and relate to others. However, when we create routines and habits, the brain stores these routines in our habit centers. And as a result, these routines free up working space in our prefrontal cortex so that we can think and concentrate better on new tasks and relationships. That's a lot, but (laughs) I think that does like put it well, like if you're not, if you're prefrontal cortex is tired you're not going to have the bandwidth to like be a person so having that sustaining routine and structure helps a lot yeah there honestly is a lot of different ways that having a routine can positively impact our brain Um, and another way that kind of touches upon what grace was talking about is that um, having routine really helps to reduce the drain on our daily energy Um, And so if we spend our brain energy on the activities that are a part of your routine, we're really wasting that energy that we could otherwise be dedicating to more important tasks and relationships. Um, And so when that kind of does touch upon like routines versus habits, because when your brain is focused on your routine, 
like you have less energy to use on the things that are important and like the relationships that are important. Um, but having a routine and have, getting into that habit of getting a routine um, can conserve our energy for the things that are important, like schoolwork, since we're college students, and like our relationships that we have with our friends, our family, our partners, etc. Paying attention to what's important is the key to being successful as a student and being successful as a person. Um, and when we're like scatterbrained, sometimes this happens to me, like I come home and I'm like about to leave, or I don't come home, but when I come home, I put my keys in the same place. But like, if I didn't have that routine, I would be like, wait, where did I put my keys when I go to leave in the morning? And so um, having that routine of coming home, putting your keys in the same spot can really help you not be scatterbrained in the morning and can help you start your day in a positive way. You're right. Having those kind of habits of where you put your keys and everything and just putting everything in its place before it sets you up for success later. Um, and then do you want to kind of tell us about the toxicity of routines, Whitney? Like kind of start us off on that because we've been talking about all the benefits of them. but. And I feel like there's not, I think there's like psychologically more benefits to having a routine than like not having a routine. So that's not what we're saying, but I think finding the balance is what we're going to talk about. So if you want to start us off on that, Whitney. Of course. So finding balance in your routine is really important um, as humans and as students, um, because yes, there are so many positive things that can happen to your brain and to your life when you include routines. But what we really want to talk about is the toxicity of that and what happens when you break your routine. Like what happens tomorrow morning? I wake up and I'm like, oh, shoot, I slept in late. I got to get dressed, go to work, do what I need to do like super quickly. And that's not my normal routine. Um, and so it's really important to be forgiving to yourself and have self-compassion when you do break your routine for a day or two and really thinking like, it's okay. And I think one of the most important things that I will take away from what and the things that I've learned is having self-compassion. So that's one of the things that I'm working on. Um, and so applying self-compassion to yourself when you break your routine is really important. And remembering that every day is a new day. Like if you break your routine, that doesn't mean it's over for the rest of the year, especially when we're talking about like it's a new year, your new year's resolutions. Like if you mess up for one day, like you still have the rest of the year. And who said that new year's resolutions has to be at the beginning of the year. You can make new goals for yourself anytime. Um, but really having self-compassion for yourself when you do happen to break your routine for a day or two is totally okay. And reminding yourself um, that you're human is really important. Um, and then also one of the great things about if you do happen to change up your routine is that it can increase your enjoyment in life or reduces the anxiety of not knowing what's next. But it's also perfectly okay to not know what's going to happen next. Um, because honestly, if every single day is exactly as planned, like it's kind of like we're living like a robot, like we're kind of just like doing the same things every day. And that can get boring sometimes. 
Um, and so it could honestly also contribute to the idea that if you have a routine and you stick to a routine every single day, you really have no flexibility if plans were to change or if emergencies were to happen. You're kind of like confused on what to do if you have no flexibility in your routine. Um, and then also changing something about your normal routine can be fun sometimes. And I really relate it to uh, traveling or taking a trip. Because I don't know about you, but if you work out every day in your normal life and you go on vacation, like take a break. It's okay to not get up at 6 a.m. to work out like you're on vacation um, and you're hopefully having fun on your vacation. And you're most likely like doing things that are out of your comfort zone and out of your routine. So that's what I kind of relate it to as increasing enjoyment in your life when you allow yourself to break from your routine. It's not a, the single sustaining thing to you. It's just something to help you kind of go along so that you can break from it if need be. Um, but I just relate to that part a lot about being like kind of deer in headlights if your routine gets thrown off. That's what I was saying earlier when like my nighttime routine is like so sacred to me. Like I will leave the function early if it means that I can do a full face mask. Like I don't care. So... <laughs> You remind me of my sister, Grace, because, really? <laughs> yeah, you do. You really do. Um, because she, well, my mom was always like keen on routine and structure growing up. And that really worked for me, which is why I kind of stuck with it. Cause I knew that that is what worked for me, but my sister is kind of like you or kind of like more free flowing, go with the flow. That's what you remind me of, Grace. You just like go with the flow. And I love it. That's I so love funny. that kind of energy. <laughs> my sister, that's funny that you say that because my sister is so similar to you in the way that like she is needs to do her routine and she's just able to wake up early and do it. And I've always like admired that with her. But like that is like genuinely one of our biggest differences is that she is like she has this whole Saturday weekend routine that she does like laundry and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to eat today. Like, that's literally, that's so funny though, that we're opposite, but we remind each other of our sisters. OMG, love. That was like a tangent, but going back to what uh, Winnie was saying about breaking out of your comfort zone and going into a routine. Um, when you break from your routine, you're likely to do something different and new, which is enriching to your life because if you do the same thing every day, every day is going to feel the same and you're not going to remember any of it. So having breaking from that routine and like not depending on it and doing autopilot is really important. And new experiences with changes to routines can also help you gain clarity and help your brain function improve as well because your brain is going to be like, trying something new so it's gonna get stronger instead of just being stagnant in the same space so yeah I think finding that balance finding a routine is so important but finding one that works for you is even more important um and I think that's what like a lot of people struggle with and that's kind of why we're talking about this like in this wellness mini series almost um it stemmed from the idea of us wanting to talk about the clean girl aesthetic or like the it girl TikTok aesthetic. And I feel like that genre of like social media is so hard on routines. And it's like the my five to nine before my nine to five, like that type of thing. And so Whitney and I are wanting to bring this new series kind of just a new lens or more of a balancing act between the hard and fast social media it girl phenomenon.
anyways, that's just like what inspired the wellness mini series that Whitney and I are talking about. Cause we've done little mini series before or past hosts have done mini series, but um, this one's more about like social media culture, I think, which is really interesting. So I'm excited to do it with you. Any other thoughts, Whitney? Or <laughs> I was literally like, how do we close this out? <laughs> we can just close it out like this. Okay, Bye, perfect. Everybody. I Bye. appreciate everyone listening to the podcast. Uh, come back next week for another episode yes. of What's Up? Wellness from the Third Floor. <laughs> Thanks, Whitney. Bye, y'all.